Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Yes, evening with a B. Thanks for listening. Subscribe. Black Aristocrats Podcast. How you doing, baby? Don't skip me. No, 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 play this. It's the best album in the world, baby. I'm tired, bitch. Very peaceful. I woke up very peaceful this morning. Very peaceful. These are the sounds of Larry Jr. Off the very peaceful. Very peaceful. Art. This is the vibe, y'all. I woke up very, very peaceful. You know, like when the goddamn blunt was already rolled magically, and nobody could do nothing about it. It was just there. When your girl already had breakfast waiting, and you could still see the smoke just sizzling off that motherfucker, but she nowhere to be found. Very peaceful. When your son got his ass up this morning, got himself dressed, did everything, did not ask for nothing, didn't even bother you, and walked his ass right on that bus and locked the door. I'm tired, bitch. Very peaceful. That's the vibe. So please put some of that in your coffee. Put some of that in your water. Put some of that in your protein shake. Whatever is your morning fix, whatever is your afternoon fix, whatever is your evening fix. Put some of this black aristocrat shit in your fix, man, and enjoy the vibe. Enjoy the movement. Enjoy the meaning. Thanks for motherfucking listening. Black Aristocrats Podcast. We here, y'all. Another beautiful day. We living, we breathing. I want all my blessings. I'm, I'm saying it. You feel me? It's on record. It's on wax. I didn't said it this morning. I didn't claim that I want all my blessings. Whatever it is, whenever it's gonna come, it could come today. It could come tomorrow. It could come five years from now. But long as that motherfucker in transit, in transit. Somebody, Jesus, somebody, Mama, send me a, send me a text message. Send me something down here. Send me some type of notification that say your blessings is in transit. And everybody wake up with that same vibe, man. And just keep on, keep on getting it out the mud. Keep on grinding. Shouts out to my grinders out there. You feel me? Yeah, grinders. You feel me? Your nine to fivers. Your, 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 your five to niners. Your graveyard shifters. All that. You feel me? Everything. Shouts out to the grinders, man. Everybody that make the world go round, man. I got to start this show off by shouting them out. For the I'm simple tired, reason, bitch. for the simple reason, I'm tired of people not respecting these motherfuckers, man. You feel me? Respect these people, man. When I say respect these people, man, I mean the person that clean your bathroom stalls at your job or at your favorite restaurant or wherever, wherever, wherever. Matter of fact, I'm going I'm to go ahead and break it down a little bit more. I was having a conversation with my good friend, OJ. Shouts out, OJ, man. What up, Jeez? I see you, boy. 
I'm tired, bitch. Stay on your black aristocrat shit, boy. I see you. But um, damn, for some reason, I meant to give you a round of applause, geez, but you know, Big Liv came in the picture. So, you know, anyway, <laughs> we're a little rusty, but we're going to get it. But um, but yeah, man, we was talking and he was like, uh, you know, he works at a hospital. You know, he doing big things at the hospital. And uh, he was like, uh, man, you know what's the most important um, department in the hospital? I was like, duh, without even thinking, of course, duh, it is the doctor, my nigga, like the heart doctor, the big boys that they got to fly in. This fool might come in, you feel me, at 11 o'clock at night, straight off a jet, operate on your ass and jump on the plane and go save some more lives. You feel me? That's the superheroes. I went in on them, and this is the presentation that I'm giving them. Like, I shoved it all in his goddamn face. And so patiently, like, I'm sorry, that ain't even a word, but so patient and so calmly, he was just looking at me while I was just, like, reeling him because I know I was right. Like, yeah, nigga, the people that didn't save, I'm sure your family members' lives, a couple people of mine, we may need them. The big boy doctors, why you think they paid them these big boy salaries? That's the most expensive. He was like, you done? Are you done? I was like, yes, I'm done. What more can you say? What you must going to add something to it. Oh, he was like, bruh, no, the most important part in the hospital is the janitorial and the supply section. Because without those people doing their job, the world wouldn't go round, baby. And now when I say the world, this hospital world wouldn't go round. Because before the doctor can cut open anybody or even want to even think about viewing something, those instruments got to get clean. Those instruments got to get sterilized. <laughs> Why you going in there to see your relative? Or why you going in there to get yourself checked out? Wherever you sit your goddamn ass on, please feel comfortable or visually see and feel comfortable that it has been cleaned by a well-trained professional staff in the janitorial department that take their job very serious. And guess what? We appreciate y'all at the Black Aristocrats Podcast. We appreciate y'all, man, because if it wouldn't be for y'all, Lord forbid. Listen, man, when y'all see these people, man, tip y'all hats off, man, because at any given day, y'all could piss them off. And fuck it, I ain't cleaning shit today. <laughs> I ain't cleaning shit. There's germs everywhere in this motherfucker. What? You want to know how E. coli broke out or how all this other dumb shit broke out? Because they pissed somebody off at the hospital. They pissed one of the janitorial or the supply cleaning motherfuckers off. And guess what? They say fuck y'all and fuck it today. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to show y'all how much y'all need me. Same goes for that motherfucker digging that pole in the ground. You know, for that power line to go up, for Gulf Power to come in and do their thing in their nice little uniform. Yeah, you're going you gonna to blow your horn or you're going to slow down when you see a Gulf Power truck coming down your street because, you know, he, he doing some things for the neighborhood. But, huh, you're going to want to tell uh, Pole Digging Eddie, get the hell out of the goddamn way. You got somewhere to be. You better respect Pole Digging Eddie because guess what? You could piss Pole Digging Eddie off. And guess what? Fuck that hole. I ain't going to dig that bitch uh, eight feet or however long you got to dig that bitch. I'm going to dig it three. The next windstorm come around this bitch, everybody out of power. Hey, man, it starts at the bottom. I say that to say this. It starts at the bottom. So once again, shots out to everybody a part of that supply chain or however you want to call that chain, man, because I'm part of it too, baby. So shots out, man. You feel me? That CEO in that motherfucking office. However, he get to, to to point shit out and 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 structure 
and and call the big shots to make his company run. None of that would be possible without everybody underneath him. So if any CEOs or if any whatever, if you in charge of your shit, man, and you got the funds to spare or give, it don't even got to even be about that, man. Just go ahead and big up, man, the people underneath you, man, and let them know in your dearest and your best Tupac impersonation, you are appreciated. You feel me? So once again, man, thank y'all, man. Black Aristocrats Podcast. Um, now we on to the next, man. We on to this subject. This subject right here is very hot on the table. Some people know about it. Some people don't. Um, it's 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 uh it's it's right here in my backyard. And when I say it's right here in my backyard, like this is like actually on my table because I'm I'm at the crossroads. Like I'm like, well, goddamn, hmm, which way should I go? Hmm, you wondering what am I talking about, ladies and gentlemen? I am talking about my gun rights, aka getting my gun license, aka concealed permit or whatever you want to call it in 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 my terms. You feel me? I'm not gonna say what we call it, but whatever. Um, that versus your medical cannabis card. Again, I said medical cannabis card because for the people out there that don't even know nothing about it, medical means it's, it's subscribed by the doctor. It ain't that bullshit, and I'm not saying bullshit like that, but it ain't. You know, it ain't no play around. You feel me? It ain't even recreational, strictly for med- medicinal purposes only. You dig that? So. Um, I'm at the crossroads. I don't know which way to go. You know, I don't know which way to go. I have did my research on the benefits of um, medical cannabis. Um, I got some um, some overlying or underlying issues that I feel like that could benefit from it versus taking, you know, your, your opioids or all the other, you know, the, the medicines that they prescribe to you that could a ease that could a you know start some type of addiction and that's just my opinion these are my opinions and from my perspective or that can cause major harm to your liver and kidneys and all that type stuff of that nature so you know um after doing my research you know I'm I'm like damn medical cannabis might be the way for me but hold on Mr. Livings don't get too comfortable with yourself now um you're going to get your gun permit or do you have a gun permit um, well, I'm, that's on the table too. I'm actually going, well, wait, well, you know, you got to pick one. I got to pick one. Yes, sir. You got to pick one. You can't have both. I can't have both. Now, should I start the conspiracy theorist shit? Should I call conspirators P to come out or should I leave him where he at? Cause you sitting here telling me in a democracy world that I live in, I got to pick one. I got to pick one. Now, now this conspiracy, this conspiracy is P talking now. So if I gotta pick one in the democracy world that I live in, then why do I even have that choice? You know what I'm saying? This is this this is a money driven world that we live in. Uh, all y'all want is the money. At the end of the day, I pay y'all for both. Let me get both of my licenses. I'm legal, which basically means y'all can motherfucking track me. <laughs> conspiracy is P talking. You feel me? Um, yeah. So you know. I feel like that shouldn't be a problem. And then you say, well, no, okay, well, you break it down to me and then you explain to me and say, well, no. Um, well, medical, marijuana, marijuana is marijuana, whether it has the medical attached to it or not. <laughs> it's marijuana and it's also still classified as that scheduled drug, which means that it's still kind of illegal. 
You feel me? So you got the federal and you got the state. They playing who got the biggest balls here, and they just going back and forth. And they talking about it, but they not talking about it. Of course, in most cases, you just got to use your common sense and, you know, some avenues and some, some, um, some, some, what was the word I'm looking for? Some references have came out and flat out said, like, no, you got to pick one, which, of course, but how is it making any sense when the doctor prescribes me pain medicine or prescribes me whatever I need for anxiety or depression in the pill form or whatever form that he feel is suitable for me? And I get it from my doctor, and okay, I get in my truck, and I'm fine. I, I got these pain pills, depression pills, whatever pills you want to name. I got them on me, and I got my gun license and my permit. Now, I'm good. I'm good. You understand me? It's, it's, and guess what? Those pills that I just got from the doctor, they are, they are classified under the scheduled drugs, too. So you feel me? But I'm fine, though. I can still have my gun license. So why can't I still have my gun license with the medical marijuana card when I'm getting it prescribed by a doctor, by a physician? Like, that is the craziest um, stuff to me. And it's a lot of particulars and details that we can go in and out about, which I will at a later episode because I want to get some people on here, like, you know, that's actually in it, in it, and that's actually a part of that state system, and they know what's going on, and... They can combat or, or and they can have their side and their approach. And, you know, I want to get some people in here where we can really debate. So I want some people in here from both sides. You know what I'm saying? That way, you know, it could all make sense and everybody can can hear each other's point of view. But I just, I, I just think it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's not making sense to me. You know what I'm saying? And, um, yeah, it's crazy. So I, I got my eyes on this. Um. I'm reading on it. Um, I'm trying to be as knowledgeable as possible so I can make the best decision, which, I mean, at the end of the day, it's not that hard. I would want to make the best decision to protect my family. You know, I think the, the medical marijuana part would probably be, like, more, more like, personal for me. So that would kind of be, like, a, a selfish decision, you know what I'm saying, versus me trying to get my gun rights. And, and having some kind of protection to protect myself as well as my family when we're traveling or doing, you know what I'm saying, whatever. But then again, at the same time, you take all this gun control and all this stuff that's still going on behind the scenes, it also makes you think like, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are y'all trying to, you feel me? But that's conspiracy, P. That's another episode. I ain't going to take y'all all the way through that like that. Nope, we're not going to do that. But... <laughs> I just need to let the government know, make up y'all motherfucking mind, because... I'm tired, bitch. Y'all need to make up y'all mind. Okay? Okay? All right. Black aristocrats. So, yeah, man. So, if y'all in the same predicament, or y'all know anybody, or y'all also had those talks and discussions, um, I got some um, websites and some shit I can throw out, man, and, and, and that, that y'all can look at, and that... that, that I'm sorry, Ugh. that y'all can look at and that y'all can reference, um, my mouth dry, but um, that y'all can reference and go look up y'all own self, man, and get y'all own information, man, because information is key, so, and that's what we all about at, at the Black Aristocrats Podcast, man, so, um, also, what's on the table as well, the NCAA is, 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 is from, from, from what the talks is going on, is the NCAA is, 
is kind of getting a little bit closer to thinking about. I'm not saying they're going to do it, but they're getting closer to thinking about um, paying these players. And then, you know, that piggybacks or segues into, okay, once these players can get paid, then we can get some of these college football, um, you know, um, games back and shit, you know. And, I mean, it makes sense, man. I mean, my personal opinion, you know, they don't have to make millions, you feel me? Even if they jersey sell like crazy and they the most popular kid in college football or basketball because what that does, that blows the hate up even more. So, like, now, you feel me, if if if, if they got that much of power and popularity in college, then how are we going to have any type of negotiating room or a cap when it comes down to signing these players on our basketball team? You feel me? They going to have the biggest head ever because they're already they getting money now. And then once you start getting money and they open that pool to where, okay, it's, it's monetary now, so it's a fair game, man, those players are going to get more and more knowledgeable about the NBA business to where when they get it, by the time they get to the NBA Man, listen, man, they're going to have to come with it as far as the contractual agreements, and they're going to have to kick out bread. So these owners are are kind of sweating and like, damn, I, they, I'm not really for it. I'm for it, but I'm not for it because, you know what I'm saying? Like, it could hurt their side of the business. And, of course, at the end of the day, they got all the money, so they're going to use all the power they can with their money to make sure that they don't be the ones that ended up that ends up taking the biggest hit in the future. So I think I think that's like the biggest uh, concrete wall that is in the way of all this shit. If it wouldn't be for that, or if they had a better way to 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 figure that out, I think they would have been had a decision on it. You know, because I I feel like I feel like a college player shouldn't be in there. I mean, they make it, and I you feel me? I have you know researched and seen where. There's a couple college players making some crazy money. Not no crazy like, but some crazy money though. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it, it, it's possible, man. It's possible. You'll get a LeBron. Nigga, nigga got all the deals in college. By the time he get to the NBA, he ain't going to need it. So I think that's what they're trying to govern. They're trying to govern, okay, we do let them get paid. Okay, this is the cap. They can't get no uh sponsorships and none of that bullshit unless, you feel me, once they figure out all those particulars, I think, I think some stuff is going to be happening, man. So, um... I think it'll be big. It'll also give some people the good side about it. I mean, I think it'll be big because it'll give it'll it, it, it'll give a lot of these. Because I feel like a couple of basketball players, we really miss the true them to see like the real greatness of them because they skipped college or they went play overseas. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like college ball is is hell of competition. The NCAA is gonna groom you for the NBA. You feel me? So, you know, if ball is life, man, I feel like they're going to work that out, man, and they can get all these things out and everybody can make money and they can support their family because if you go into college, man, your ultimate goal is to make it to the NBA to support your family. The number one reason any player that went to the league, I don't care if it was baseball, football, hockey, soccer, any one of those players, when it was eligible for them to leave straight out of high school, they they went because the number one reason was probably, hey, man, I got to feed my family. You feel me? Like, we need this. Fuck waiting around. We need this right now. I don't know what the next four years going to hold. I need it now. You feel me? So I think it'll, it, it'll help, you know, kids out paying their families and stuff like that 
and not just the one great player, you feel me? Like little 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 division two Tony can go ahead and get a little bag too. You feel me? Everybody can eat. Now you feel me? So that's 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 one of the pros I'm hoping to look and see. You know what I'm saying? Once all that get get put up out the way. So um where I'm at, I feel like I've been talking forever, forever. But I ain't I'm I'm only I ain't I ain't that far, I ain't that much in. But yeah, that's big though. So whenever that do happen, man, I I'll be waiting for it. I will definitely be waiting for it. Um, but um, I was talking to some cats, man. It was a random conversation. We was at this uh at this food spot, and we was at the little bar and shit. And you know, you 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 liable to catch. A random conversation with anybody, man, at a bar, especially at TGI Fridays or, or something like that, where it's just in the open and, you know, people be over there, man. You just watching the game. It's liable to catch a conversation with anybody. That's what I. That's why I like sports, man. I don't care what type of sport it is, man. Sports do bring strangers together. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I can appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, we so you know we caught up in the mix, you know, with with some strangers and stuff. And I was talking, to, and the conversation came about, and I mentioned a vision board, and they was like, "What?" I said, a "Vision board." Y'all ain't never heard of a vision board? I was like, "Bro, been out, bro." But guess what? Don't feel bad if you haven't, because I just heard about it like four, five years ago. My first time, and and it been out way longer than that, but. The first time I heard about it was about four or five years ago, and it went in one ear and out the other. You feel me? Um, vision board shit, man. I vision these bills coming in. I'm trying to pay these motherfuckers. I ain't got time to be coming up with a vision board. Nigga, what you see is what you get. God damn it. I see my shucking AT&T bill is past due. <laughs> what you see is what you get. I better pay that motherfucker. Fuck a vision board. That's my vision board. My vision board is these bills. You understand me? But, so, yeah, I started telling them about it and started, you know, telling them the basics about it, and it was easy. And I was like, bro, listen, I seen one cat, he was puzzled. I was like, bro, listen, bro, you puzzled, you looking like, bro, what? I ain't got time for all that, man. It, listen, I'm not doing that. I'm like, bro, listen, bro, it ain't no technical shit. You thinking, you, you, the way you thinking about it, you thinking like you got to go home, and if you ain't got no computer, you got to go find a computer Paste together or go on the internet and find whatever pictures and do all kind of research. It ain't a project, bro. It's not a project. This shit literally will take you five minutes. It took me five minutes because I, you know, everybody dream and want shit in life and they always talk about it for years. So, like, when you have conversations, I'm sure everybody has had those conversations plenty, plenty of times. So, when you have those conversations, you know, you tend to to talk about those things so much to where it's in your memory bank. So just right off the top, give me five to 10 seconds and you ask what I want in life and I can name it and tell you, you know what I'm saying? So it was easy to come up with the things on my vision board and I didn't clutter it. I probably got like six or seven pictures on my vision board and, and that's it. And I made it on my phone. And the cool thing about it was I made it on my phone, which I was able to turn it into a uh, uh, screensaver for my Apple Watch, so it's it's everywhere. It's on my computer, it's on my TV in the in my little in my little in the Ray room. Um, I call it the Ray room, man. That's my Ray Lewis room, man. You know, I'm a big Baltimore fan. That's a horse of a different. That's a different topic, but anyway, 
But yeah, so I got it. I got it everywhere, man. And um, I told I told homie I was like, man, listen, you could do it on your phone like I did. So he was like, oh, okay, vision board, all right. So while the conversation is going on for like ten minutes, I just see homie in his phone. You feel me? So I'm like, okay, I see him in his phone. He must be like researching some shit. So the conversation is going on. We talking about it. Some some cats have heard about it and. You know, a couple of them said they did it. A couple of them said what I said when I first heard of it. Like, fuck it. I'm not doing it. But anyway, long story short, so those 20-something minutes go by, and homie, like, tapped me on the shoulder. He like, yeah, I got you. I'm feeling this vision board shit. I was like, okay, you got you something, huh? He was like, hell yeah. I was like, damn, let me check your shit out. I look at homie vision board. That nigga got six Instagram models on his shit. <laughs> Four Porsches. <laughs> he ain't got no house on his shit. That nigga got two pairs of Jordans that I never seen in my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, just some crazy stuff. Like, you feel me? <laughs> it was so funny and hilarious because, like, he got the concept. You feel me? And that's all I really wanted him to catch was the concept. And I was like, bro, listen, bro. You got it. That's how you do a vision board. And guess what? I said a good thing about it. I said, listen, I said, once you put it in, in, in perspective, I want you to put it into play, you could always revisit it and change it. You feel me? So if you feel like you got one of your Instagram models on that mud, you can knock off and, and, and take it, take off your vision board and put your something else on there and replace of it. He was like, oh, okay, okay, I like that, I like that. I said, that's what's up, my man. You feel me? But I just thought it was hilarious because I'm thinking I'm fitting to see like a house or like, you know, some something about equity or, you know what I'm saying, trying to trying to get into some shit he ain't never got bef- got, in, got into before. You know what I'm saying? Shit, hell nah. <laughs> Cuz was on some look. I'm about to go on Instagram right now. I've been checking out this little bag. It was so funny, y'all. I'm talking about, listen, I was in tears, but it was like a good laugh. It's like I wasn't laughing at him. I was laughing at the effort that you actually put in because, like, you really felt it. You feel me? And that's all I want people at the Black Aristocrats to do, man. Like, whether if you heard it, then refresh your memory with it and pass it on down to the next, man. That's what we're going to keep on doing. Refresh, recycle, and pass it on down. You feel me? The re-up phase. Right now I'm in the re-up phase, man, the re-phases. That's re-everything, man. I'm recycling my life. I need a fresh start. I need to start eating cleaner. I need to start doing all that, man. You feel me? I'm reading up on everything, knowledge. I'm going back to school, all that. You feel me? Like all that. Renovation, the renaissance, all that. You feel me? All that. And then all that, the re-phase is going to lead me eventually into the last stages. And when I say the last stages, that is the kickback stages, everything with the la. I'm going to be in la la land, kicking back on that la la, kicking back. You feel me? Playing Uchi, Wally, Wally, bang, bang, the Nas version, kicking back. You heard me? On some LA Kush, la, kicking everything la. That's going to be my la phase, just on some lanyap shit. You feel me? Cooling, cooling. Shouts out my French Louisiana people, my Creole people, Line Yap. You feel me? Speaking of Line Yap, we had this day at school in high school. It was kind of like a senior day, but it wasn't. They called it Line Yap Day. And that was just like, you just get to come to school, 
and you get to do whatever you want. If you want to just be lazy, like you ain't got to dress or nothing, man. I, hey, listen, I woke up in my pajamas, whatever, my basketball shorts and the white tee. That's how I'm coming to school with some slippers. I'm kicked back. I'm cooling. What you want to do today? Nothing. I'm just going to chill in the auditorium or sleep. Or I might just go on the football field, whatever. It's a line job day. You just chill. You just kick back. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, dog, it was the good old days, man. I feel old now. I feel old now. I feel like my parents when they used to say that. Oh, that was the good old days. When the motherfuckers started saying it was the good old days, you getting old, my friend. Put your iPhone down. Pass it on down to your kids or whoever and tell them to show you how to work it. When you start asking them kids to show you how to work it, you have officially reached your parents' stage. You are officially an old head, an old person. A lot of people don't want to let that go. It's hard for some people to let that go. And ain't nothing wrong with it now. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Because you it, it can motivate you to stay looking beautiful your whole life if you can. Or it can make you go crazy. <laughs> and, and, and like I said, that's a different episode, man. We're going to get that, man. That's just for shits and giggles, man. We're going to do it all at the Black Aristocrats Podcast. I'm not going to keep y'all. We're not going to be long-winded. You feel me? Because we got a lot of great content that I got in store but I just want to keep this shit revved up. We want to keep running up that hill. We want to keep gaining momentum. You feel me? And keep it going. So, you know, as always, man, thank y'all for listening. And um, the vibe how I'm leaving is how I'm taking probably like the rest of this year, man. Just going to coast, man. And everything going to be, everything going to be slow motion, man. Just catch my head, get my foundation back solid. Of course, stay working, but it's going to be like a steady. It's going to be like a steady pace, man. You know what I'm saying? R.I.P. King Nip, man. King Nip said it's a marathon, so he said you got to focus on your breathing. You feel me? So, you know, for the rest of this year, man, on this marathon, man, I'm going to focus on my breathing. You feel me? So everything is going to be slow motion, man. And uh, I love y'all, man. When I say I love y'all, like I really do love y'all, man. For real, for real, for real. I really do love y'all. And um, thank y'all for listening, man, because without y'all, I wouldn't have shit to do. Fuck the uh, the extra shit that come with it. No, I wouldn't have shit to do, y'all. So um, once again, man, I appreciate y'all, man. I, I, I The Black Aristocrats podcast, man. I've, I've been getting overwhelmingly support from the people that I wasn't even expecting to get support from, man. And um, shouts out to y'all, man. Thank y'all a lot, man. Thank y'all a lot. Y'all are just keeping on motivating me, man. So we're going out, man. We're going to leave on this note, man. Black Aristocrat Podcast, man. We're going to leave again. We started with Larry June. We're going to end with Larry June, man. The sounds of Larry June, man. You feel me? This is off the Early Bird uh, EP or mixtape or album, whatever you want to call it. It's on iTunes, man, the Early Bird. Y'all go uh, listen to Larry June, man. Look him up, man. He got some hot shit. You feel me? And that's how we leave him. Black Aristocrats Podcast. I'm tired, bitch. We out. Marble flows, heated toilet seats. Versace cups by the Hermes Lane. I'm tired, bitch. I'm watching Chef while I smoke this weed. I might hit Hawaii for a week. Yeah. I'm on money mode. I need a whole lot. Fuck a famous actress on the whole yacht. Like my nigga G, shit don't stop. This world costs a lot, I could have bought stocks. I don't need friends, I need more bands. 
fly to a land just to go tan. A lot of things change, I'm a grown man. It just don't understand the life I live. We ain't celebrating ish, but the black is crap. Goddamn. Slow motion, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everything going G, but right now it's slow motion. Thank y'all for listening. Black Aristocrats Podcast. I'm tired, bitch.